Do you remember what it was like to be a newlywed? And right now I'm speaking to all of you who are maybe five plus years into your marriage. Do you remember the newlywed season of your marriage? Have you ever thought to ask a newlywed couple just a year into marriage what he or she is doing to begin the recipe for a healthy union? Better yet, have you recently observed an in-the-grips-of-new-love couple interacting? The legalness of their forever love is intoxicating, so they're giggling, they're holding hands, they're offering sweet kisses all throughout their interactions just because they can. What you are observing is an ingredient of marriage that often gets pushed to the wayside or to the bottom of the pot as other ingredients like spoonfuls of financial disagreements come in, dashes of sarcasm, unresolved conflicts, issues from the past, and maybe even that bitter flavor of the silent treatment. And don't forget the regular dose of don't touch me. You can't ruin a good marriage stew without that. As the ingredients of affection, attention, caresses, and I can't wait until you get home expressions get pushed to the bottom, they get closer to the heat and are likely to burn or become harder to find as the challenges rise to the surface and make it into our daily bowl of marital stew. So today, there's a newlywed that I know really well, and she is going to share with us some of her lessons just a year in. And I know her well because it's my beautiful daughter, Brianna, and she's going to share her nuggets of wisdom a year into her marriage stew. It's been crazy. It's just, it's really weird to think about. So every once in a while, we'll just be like, can you believe we're married? getting through the all of the stages of dating and becoming engaged and wedding planning. I just think that whole process has taught me a lot. And in particular, I think the wedding planning phase was a big growing moment for both of us where we learned a lot um, just about each other. It's been really good overall. I have really enjoyed marriage and just being able to have a partnership with someone that's bigger than just dating. Marriage, it's its blending of our families and blending of our lives into one and just building something for our futures. Two people becoming one. How has that worked for the two of you? Communication. That may sound cliche, but it really is the glue, I think, that holds our marriage together, our relationship together. There's two people, individual thoughts, individual ways that we were raised, outlooks on life, outlooks on situations. So we had to take time to just understand each other, understand how each other thinks. Because in my mind, something may be very obvious and clear. And in his mind, it may be something that he never even thought of. If there are times when we're upset, I can remember, well, I know that sometimes if he's upset, this is what he's thinking and he just doesn't want to be bothered. It's not just that one situation that it's helping. It's for future knowledge. There's no textbook way to get through anything. Mm -hmm. Every relationship is different. Every person is different. Every day, every situation that we encounter is just a new opportunity to grow Something that I try to say is it needs to be us against the situation, not us against each other. 
if we're upset about something or if there's something that's causing tension, what can we do together to overcome this instead of, well, you're doing this wrong and I don't like it and you're doing this wrong and I don't like it. I feel like those things are triggering. So looking at it like, okay, this is a tough situation for us. What can we do together to figure it out? I like that the visual of the two of you being against the challenge and like you said, not against each other. What are some of the things that you have put in your pot to help your relationship thrive? I think the three main things would be patience, kindness, and communication or understanding. I think that those three things are really key in any relationship, period. Having patience and having understanding and love for the person and love for the relationship more than whatever is making you upset. Being intentional about putting those things into your stew. What would you share with wives in general that you feel are nuggets of new love that maybe those of us that have been married five, 10 plus years, maybe we've forgotten to get back to the basics of some of these things? Meet each other where you're at communicating with each other. I know I've said that a million times, but truly communicating, not talking at each other and waiting to get your point across, truly listening to what they have to say, digest it, try to understand their point of view, and then respond. I know that there's so many things that can just happen in life that make your marriage just kind of like another thing on the to-do list, but remembering why you're married it's easy to let life take control and then I let everything else go to the back burner because I know how that is. And we don't even have nearly as many distractions as a lot of people do um, in their marriages. So who do you want to be as a wife? I want to be loving, understanding, and encouraging, but I also want to be all of those things to myself. Taking care of yourself is just as important as taking care of your relationship. So yeah, I think that I just want to be an overall better person for myself. And I think that that will reflect in who I am as a wife. I think this was really good. Um, Thank you for coming on to your mama's podcast um, because sometimes we feel like, oh, I've been married for X amount of years. There's nothing that a newlywed can teach me. And I just want to share a few of the lessons that I have learned by observing uh, you and Lorenzo in your marriage. The biggest thing that I have observed is the physical touch. Um, There was a time where the two of you were visiting and you were having a stressful situation. I think it was, um, you know, with the car accident that you were in some years back Mm -hmm. and we were having some conversation about that. He just reached over and started massaging your shoulder as you were talking about it, just automatically without any thought or request. He did that. I've observed you just on the phone with him when he was going through a stressful time, barely saying anything because you were just listening, offering a few words of encouragement to him. And I've just observed most of all, the two of you always together. (laughs) <laughs> which means that, <laughs> which means that you enjoy each other's company. And if that's not a lesson for those of us that have been married 10 plus years, I don't know what is. So if you're listening and you feel like what in the world can a wife that's only one year into her marriage, what can she teach me? Um, being a good listener 
and spending time together and liking it because there's some yeah. couples that don't want to be in each other's presence. Look at new love around you and see how they are interacting with each other. And I guarantee you will find lessons in those interactions. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to get on my mom's podcast and talk about my new marriage. Thank you for having me and I really enjoyed it. Yes, thank you, honey, for coming on the show. This was good. I love you and I wish you, I wish your marriage abundant, rich, and flavorful love. Whether you see yourself as seasoned in marriage or just at the beginning, don't underestimate the power of the flavorful nuggets of wisdom from those around you. As years go by, we often make the mistake of brewing the same old recipes of love. Those things we said and did at five, 10 plus years in, we continue to do and then wonder why we no longer want to eat from that stew. A new flavor is needed. As wives, as partners in love, we don't stay the same. We change and so do our spouses. The transformation of us needs to be reflected in what we are doing day to day in the kitchens of our marriages. Each day, consider looking at your marriage with new eyes and an openness to creativity and experimentation with your recipes. I'm not saying that every day is going to be a four-course meal of robust interactions and passions. That's not reality. You may only be able to pull that off on the special occasions throughout the year. But what I am saying is that each day can include a breakfast of grace and forgiveness from the night before. A snack of love because he is your core a lunch of positive communication on your break, and a dinner of intimacy when the kids aren't awake. It's finding, no, not finding, it's allocating time for daily relational nourishment that your marriage requires to be sustained and well-maintained today, tomorrow, and the years to come. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in this conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and share the podcast and tune in next week for another Marriage Matters conversation as we're pulling back the layers of who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her.